following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a midweek edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. We've got a very chipper group of hosts, yeah. as always today. The great Rob Phillips, <laughs> smiling as always. We've got Isaiah Stanback, our resident Super Bowl champion, and then the most vibrant of them all this mm. morning, Mr. Heckma Harris. He's, mm. he's fine. He Look got at the keys. inner lining to that jacket, it is, Rob. It is Look at it. It's, it is, wow. Is that wool inside? It's what comfy. Lambskin. Sheep's low. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. I don't know. That was next level. He still reference. <laughs> he was still able to get his fruit cup in this morning, so that's hey, good. That's dedication. Yeah, and I'm sore as I don't know what right now, man, because Isaiah has this whole challenge going, and I will not be denied. You're working. You're training. I'm training. I will, I'm talking about. I will not I like be denied. Like I will not be denied. Preparation meets opportunity, man. I will not be denied. What all goes into this training? I'm yeah, sorry, I was going to ask the same. Uh, a whole lot of stretching and a whole lot of uh, sprinting. Yeah. It's, that's what we're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. We're sprinting. Jogging. Is it's, that what it's, it is? It's a blend between walking and jogging. Well, that's what I've been doing for the last <laughs> 10 years. Anchorman. Uh, but this is, um, you know, you, you're talking about taking out. Like, I hadn't, you know, like, K-9 unit behind you run. That's a bad analogy. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's an Oakland. That's a deep down. Deep down. <laughs> but that kind of running, yeah. I hadn't done in a minute. So, so. You're, so you're running, running already. Running, running. Wow. So I, I started my training on Monday and it as hurts. well. Training, yeah. Is this training for the show podcast competition, or are we just training? Right. For, yeah, yeah. going right, yeah. Robbie. Okay. We have to represent. Okay, so I, mean, I, I got cornhole, right? That's or, or maybe Chris can do that for us. I don't know. I'm doing the non. Oh yeah, stuff. if we're doing cornhole, we cr- we no, call no no, B. no 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 no. <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, yeah. you you guys are in the the dirty dirty. If I'm in it, yeah, we, but you can handle the running. Apparently, I cannot. So yeah, you got it done. No no no. Y'all in this. I'll Y'all do like the banana pudding this eating contest. This isn't the Olympics, guys. I think they just want to beat you in a yeah, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, CBZ, no, 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 no. There's some talks upstairs. Yeah. It, might end, it, it might end up turning CBZ, into the we Olympics. prepare for everything. Unbelievable. Well, I got cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't understand. Chris is not going to be on our team. Yeah, Chris what is you not. Mean? Chris, no, we're not yeah. having a draft. I mean, that's I mean, what we should do, actually. So if you had a choice of which podcast you would support, Chris, oh, you're saying it wouldn't be us? I support them all. Just letting y'all know. That's, that's way too mm, super way to be political. But whose best friend is on what podcast? Uh oh. I mean, I mean, heck and I are boys. Yeah. Mm. So. Don't don't get caught up in that, man. Just saying. He no. would choose. He would choose hanging over us any day. No, no, no. I can no, see no, that. No, no, no. It would happen. I, I can I like, see that. I love them all. I love them all. It's you like say, a you it's like a proud papa. That's a ludicrous reference right there. <laughs> so go, go, go pick the ones you nobody, like. Nobody knows how to write a fence quite like Chris, Chris Beam. I love that. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've got some Cowboys uh, news hurts. to dive into. Nothing crazy here on this Wednesday. We didn't have a, a pot, or excuse me, we didn't have a press conference yesterday. But Rob, anything stick out over the last 24 hours or so since we last were on air? Um, not. Really, we talked a little bit about Jerry said on the fan yesterday. They're not going to practice today because they've got the extra day. 
before Monday night, so they'll do a, a mock game style walkthrough. Hmm. And a couple injuries to keep an eye on this week. In addition to Amari Cooper, they've got more D-line issues. Dorrance Armstrong has an ankle injury. Get out of here. Carlos Watkins has a knee injury. <laughs> so keep an eye on those and their potential availability or non-availability Monday night. And Basham was said to have that lingering ankle too, right? Didn't McCarthy say that on Monday? I didn't catch that. Okay. Uh, for some reason, he, I thought he did say that. He mentioned D.A. and Watkins. and But, you know, Randy Gregory is, if all continues going well, he should be cleared from the reserve COVID today. Nice. So that would be very good news. Can we just take the Bill Belichick approach and just put everybody on the injury report? Just say that questionable. Was, just <laughs> just everybody, everybody. That, would, that would make so much sense. Tom Everybody's, Brady every week everybody. was on it. Yeah, every yeah. week. Hmm. Just keep him guessing. And he's going to play every week. Absolutely. No matter what. Absolutely. So if Dorrance Armstrong is out... <laughs> And there's not any extra depth added, even with the return of Randy Gregory to that edge rusher spot. Is Micah Parsons still in the rotation at that spot because of how well he played? No. Why? Micah Parsons needs to be spying Jalen Hurst the entire game. Okay. Just that's in the conversation. Just have him spying him because the reason Jalen Hurts is containable. I know we're going to get to this, but if Jalen Hurts is allowed to break containment and get going on the out on the perimeter, that's when he's a problem. I don't fear Jalen Hurts sitting in the pocket. I just don't. Now, we can't give him time to sit up there and use his cannon because he does have that, um, but we can take care of the defense and that side of things on the secondary. He wants to go out there and be a dual threat, and we need somebody to keep an eye on him the entire game. And I think that we can handle this receiving slash tight end core with our defensive backs and our schemes well enough to keep those guys taken care of. We just need to make sure that he doesn't break out and get things going past the line of scrimmage. So I think our best athlete who can handle that, Parsons. I, I I don't agree, but I do to a certain degree. Uh, we don't agree? They don't. And, and I, I mean, if you watch the tape from Michael Parsons at defensive end, and I was one of the people that was saying, look, let's not even fool ourselves after that. Tank Tank's coming back. Let's try and move him around. And you look at the sample size that we have, 37, 39 plays, I believe, that he played at defensive end. Eight rushes or something Bruh, like that. This boy is the truth. Yeah, I mean, unveil the bazooka. Stop playing with it. I mean, it's the real deal. No, that's yeah. you gotta drop that thing in there. <laughs> oh, and then it, the bazooka, okay, bazooka. Okay, I mean, just let's stop playing because right now what I see is a young man that is everything that you need in a defensive playmaker, and one of these generational talents possibly. And I know I'm jumping out of the cake on just this sample size that we have, but I'm willing to because of his quickness right off the ball, and we need that. And if you can do this to a guy like Jalen Hurts, continue, continuously get pressure mm-hmm. on him, the spy will matter. But the pressure up, up, the, up the gut mm-hmm. and also getting around from the edge, I think, will smoke him out. And your linebackers can chase him down. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm taking it from a, from a quarterback's perspective who, has, who had the same skill set as Jalen Hurts. I'm not threatened by defensive end. As, as, a, as a quarterback who had the ability to run, a defensive end did nothing to me. At all, I faced some really good defensive ends in my in my in my collegiate career. Um, they never bothered me. I would be more concerned about the person that has their eye on me the whole t- the whole game that I know I'm going to have to deal with after I deal with the front line. After I avoid the defensive line, now who do I have to deal with? That's what I'm worried about. Because if you go up the field, I'm going inside. If you stay inside, I'm going outside. It yeah, doesn't that, matter what, how fast you are. It doesn't matter how work. big you are. I'm worried about now. Who do I have to deal with once I get once I avoid that, those first four guys? Well, we did talk about how his pressure off mainly off the left edge when they decided to move him there and face Storm Norton, who's mm-hmm. the backup tackle for the Chargers. That 
I mean, you said it, and I agreed. If if he doesn't get those eight pressures, the sack, mm-hmm. they don't win that game. No, no, ab- no, absolutely. No, and to to that point, absolutely. But let's not make the comparison that Herbert has the same running ability <laughs> as as Jalen. But Hurt. we don't we don't change that up. Based it is off a different of, matchup. It's yeah. a different match. All all those inside spins that he got, Jalen Hurts would have been gone. Well, let's see then. Absolutely gone. Oh. Well, let's see then. Okay. Well, we see how Philly gets – they make their big plays off of opportunities like that. So that's what I'm saying. Let's not give them the opportunity to do that. And we, I would much rather sit back and play coverage and have him spied, making sure that he can't run for first downs than to allow him to have big play opportunities. That's how Philly beats you, with big plays. You also got to think about the matchup that you have specifically with your personnel outside of Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have Parsons spying, who would do it? You're not going to relegate this guy to just do. He, he's going to have to be important in your running game. He's also going to he have will. to. He's going to yeah. have to generate that pressure. Look, 37 snaps, 39 snaps at defensive end. It was 71 total uh, defensive snaps. I'm saying you can move him around. You can you can spy sure. him sometimes. You can do, do some other things. I, this what I'm saying is his ability to create pressure is something that you cannot go away from at this point in the season. Period. He's, he's going to do it anyway because even in week one, he he was a linebacker off the ball, but he rushed 12 times, whether he lined up at end, yeah. he blitzed from the middle. Um, he did all those things. I think there's like a – I was talking to somebody about this the other day. There's like a balance to me between he's rushing the whole game and that's it, yeah. and he's only getting – he's getting less than 40 snaps because yep. they're trying to preserve his – you know, keep him fresh. It takes a lot out of you. Yeah, I'd like him on the field longer than that, but maybe it's more than just 12 rushes like in week one because like I'm with Heck, like watching that – and there's better tackles you're going to go up against this season, but he's screaming off the edge. I mean, it, somebody Tom Pelissero, I think, compared him to Von Miller. Somebody told him yeah, he's that. Nasty, yeah. And that's hmm. kind of what it reminds. Like watching that Super Bowl with the Broncos, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I, no, I know the jump matchup, out the cake, but that <laughs> Say speed off the edge and that quickness. That's what it reminded me of in that game. I, I mean, I am not disagreeing with you guys. I'm just telling you guys with the the type of quarterback that we are facing this week. That type of pressure doesn't bother them. It, it, it just doesn't. And there's a thing called a green dog. You might be familiar with it. Green dog, as, as a linebacker, if you put Michael Parsons at linebacker, green dog, the state of linebackers have responsibilities. If I'm watching you and you're the running back, you're, you're Sanders, right? You're the running back. If you step up and block, guess what? I go. I, I'm gone. I could blitz. Mm-hmm. Right? If you go out in a route, then guess what? One of us have to go take you. Right? So there's a thing called a green dog where those guys were literally linebackers would sit there. So imagine Parsons sitting there in the middle linebacker. He sits there. He checks. If the linebacker, if the uh, running back decides to stay in, I could blitz. I could come. My responsibility still is hurts, but I can come and I can blitz. I can shoot whatever gap I want to as long as I keep him as my responsibility. Or if those guys go out, if the receiver, the running back decides to go out in a route, now we have to go out there and field him. And I'm still Parsons, still keeping my eye on Hurts. All I'm saying is negate the guy who can actually make plays on this team. And if they can't make plays on this team, unless Hurts throws the ball. And that's why your safeties are going to be so much more important Correct. in this matchup because of the read option. And I think you found something with Curse mm-hmm. and what he can do in the running game as well. But I'm just saying, yeah. watching the film on Michael Parsons, I, I mean, look, man, I don't know how you replace that. I mean, and if I'm Tank Lawrence, I'm looking at this saying, hey, oh, that's on, it. Player. That's it. No, not even not even a hold on player. I'm like, oh, that's it. Because if, if you're going to have to relegate a tight end or a running back to chip him, oh, I'm on an island by myself. And that's what Tank has had to go against. The whole NFL is on notice with the kind of speed that Micah has. And when you can generate what he's doing from the outside, trust me, Jalen Hurts is going to be looking for number 11. 
Now, with Micah Parsons and his inexperience at the edge rusher spot, I, I know it's tougher to play this in a sound, fundamental way, but wide nines are what we're probably going to see a lot this week. And the wide nines at the defensive end spot, putting them out wide to try and contain Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it a little bit later in film room that will be on DallasCowboys.com. But Isaiah, how much tougher is that to play if you are inexperienced at the defensive end spot, and do you believe that Micah could play that if he were to line up at defensive end? I think Micah Parsons could play whatever he wants to. It just really comes down to how do we want to utilize him? Do we want to throw him out at DN and just have him say, oh, man, he got he, he beat that tackle, but guess what? Jalen Hurts went inside of him and got outside contained. Or do we say, oh, can we put, him, put him at DN again? Oh, guess what? He goes inside and he forces Jalen Hurts outside. Oh, gosh, we lost him again. Right? I mean, that's what that's what I foresee happen because that's what myself, other guys who have the running ability do. When you when you talk about um, defenses going against, um, who I just blanked out, um, Baltimore, Jesus, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson yeah. Lamar Jackson. You not work. Defensive ends don't get to Lamar Jackson. They don't. Defensive ends don't get to Lamar Jackson. He will make you pay either way. No matter if you get great upfield rush, he makes you pay. If you stay inside and, get, and, he, and you don't get a rush in there and you just kind of kind of eye him, guess what? He's still going to run by you. There's no winning at that level. I would much rather have my dogs at linebacker keeping an eye on that dude. Now, guess what? Now he can't run around. Yeah. Now he can't run around. And so I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I totally agree with you. Parsons is a beast. He killed it. But in this particular game, that is not the advantage for us. And most of the time when you come against a running quarterback, assignment alignment is important. You gotta stay in your lane, yep. you gotta do your job. But when you have a guy that can generate the kind of pressure mm-hmm. that he does, if hurts, if Jackson, any of those guys don't feel that pressure coming on their back, that's a sack strip mm-hmm. fumble. I mean, and you see it for Lamar Jackson. Look, he you you talk and I get it, he's a special talent. Mm-hmm. And you use the, the best of the best when you yeah. when you pull that out. But I'm telling you, with what we have on defense, there are ten other guys that are gonna be pursuing with Michael Parsons as well. Put him down there and let him do what he do. I'm just telling you, this is this guy has the talent to get to the quarterback when he wants to. Uh, just to play devil's advocate here really quickly, Rob, do you want to point No, go ahead, go ahead. Something Go ahead. Uh, you, you said just using the the point of Lamar Jackson that an edge rusher is not going to get to LeBron Jackson. Well, that's not necessarily. Is it LeBron case. Jackson? Did I say LeBron? I said <laughs> Lamar. Sorry, it's a blend. Yeah, you're throwing around. Oh um, Max Crosby in Week One, and the reason why I remember this is because I was watching. It was Monday okay. Night Football, and Lamar Jackson was as a running quarterback. Max Crosby was in his grill all day long. Mm-hmm. He had 13 pressures nice. in week one, <laughs> including two sacks and eight hurries. Yeah. I'm not saying Micah Parsons is yeah. Max Crosby at the mm-hmm. edge rusher spot. So, so, so to that point, that's a, that's a great stat. However, again, as a quarterback who has ability to run, a pressure means crap to me. A pressure two does, sacks uh, and, and yeah, two three sacks, hits. And, and that's, and that's, and that's going to be that's, that's a part that comes with it, right? But mm-hmm. what are you risking? Well, we talked about risk factors yesterday. What are you risking? If you allow for me to get out the pocket and do what I do, I'm, I believe that Jalen Hurts is more confident. I'm not saying he doesn't have the ability to sit in the pocket. I think he's more confident outside the pocket. The big plays for the Philadelphia Eagles come with him going where? Run. Outside, outside the pocket, yeah. right? So Because he has a threat to run or throw. Your linebacker, your second-level defenders have to make a decision. Do I want to drop back in coverage and, 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 and take care of the over routes and the, and the in routes and all those things that come out when, when I have more time? Or do I want to come up and pressure him? Pick your poison. When I'm in the pocket, I have to be more strategic. I have to be more uh, Justin Herbert, right? I have to make those kind of decisions. And their offense isn't set up like 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 uh, like the Chargers. I almost said San Diego. Like the Chargers defense. <laughs> I mean, like Chargers offense. So they're not set up that way. They want the big chunks. 
That's what they want. They want the big chunks. And if you don't allow him to get out the pocket, our secondary won't allow those big chunks because we're not going to take those risks, hopefully, against these guys that come up and try to play press man and all that jazz. So that's that's all I'm saying. I don't know how you that's, do that. That's, 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 that's all I'm saying. I'm saying take the Bill Belichick bend but don't break because you're, he, they, he, they are going to make a mistake and give you the rock. Walk him down. Okay. I, I think y'all are both right. Like I, I want to see him rush more just because it's fun. I mean, that was just fun <laughs> was to fun. watch. And they and he does bring a different element, and 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 you may not have Dorrance Armstrong this week, and so you're you're still kind of weak, yeah. depth wise on your on your defensive line to what you normally are. But you're right, like watching him on hurts on film, like the play is never over. You Extended can't, you, plays you, are, you, are dangerous. You can't touch him. And <laughs> if you if you look back at what the Cowboys did last first time they played him right after Christmas last year, they put C.J. Goodwin in the middle of the defense as a spy for 16 snaps because. They got you mentioned Lamar Jackson. They got burned by Lamar Jackson last year. They got burned by Kyler Murray, and they and they got burned by Jalen Hurts in the first quarter. He had over fifty rushing yards in the first half, and they put C.J. Goodwin there as a spy, and they they stopped it. They kept him basically in the pocket from getting to the second level, and it worked. That's what you do it with the safety. With a yeah, and now they've added more speed at linebacker. They've got more options, so why, that that is why, an option. I use your you. best, use your best athlete to take out their best athlete. But I do want to see him. I know you want to. I know everybody wants to see it. But as as think about our secondary. If you give receivers these receivers who are just they want to go down the field. Yeah. If you give them more time to run their routes, and not only to their, their first route. But their adjustment, right off of that, once they see the containment has been broken, that's when they're dangerous. Yeah. because so, he has a cannon, he could throw the ball off balance. He could throw it across his body. He can get the ball to places that most quarterbacks can't. So don't give him that opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Negate I, the opportunity. I get what you're saying, and I, I like your your thought process here. But just you do. out of the four, <laughs> wait a second. Wow. Out of the four here, would you would you put him at edge rusher? Absolutely. Yes or no? No. Yeah, sometimes. See, I say yes. Too. Some. I would say. I would not, say not every, not for thirty nine snaps no. consistently, but some. Yeah, because Give me fifteen snaps at edge rusher. Yeah, or twenty, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and you and remember, you got Keanu Neal too, yeah. as another guy, a safety who who's got speed. I don't know if he's, he's not four three, four three. He's not four so. three at two four two forty five two fifty. He's not that. Yeah. No disrespect to him. He's just not. Yeah. He's All not. right. Well, when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, the safety position and the depth looked better than it has in years, but are they going to be exposed on Monday? We'll talk about it when we come back after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. 
The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys here on a Wednesday. It's a great people, great pay replay. You've heard that Jason Witten, he's joined the Caliber Collision team. <laughs> if you want to join him and do great work with great people for great pay, apply now at jobs at caliber.com. That is jobs at caliber.com. Mm, it's gonna be a collision when these podcasts go head to head, just saying. Bam. Bam. He bought the Essilor. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, we've already already started training. I mean, Heckma's been to the gym a couple times. Oh, man, Have you been to the gym yet? Two out of three days this week. I like it. So, but cool. are you are you training or are you working out? I'm working out. I'm mm, not, should I get mindset. into the training? It's a different mindset. Do I got to Do I get to get like yeah. the parachutes strapped Work, on? Working out doesn't require you to to change your mindset. That just means that you went in there and sweated. Mm. Training means that you're actually preparing for something. That's wow. a good point. It's a difference. Wow. Yeah. Well, now, walk the dog are you working out or are you training? <laughs> huh? Are you working out or are you training? Neither. Heckma's training. We've already right. Heckma's training. That. He's focused. That's why. I'm, I'm going to walk him down in. first. Ooh. I'm starting with He's on my list first. He's on the hit list? He's on the list. I made a list. Kyle Yeoman's on that list. I've been on that list a long time. No, no, no. You just got on the list. He just got on the list. CB, who you got your money on, CB? I got a few names. We'll talk about it, people. Who? Kyle and, Kyle and Heckman, who you got your money on? In what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Race. In that's what? A, that's a really racing. big question. Is this a 40-yard dash? Yeah, 40. Okay. I give you guys 60. 40 yards dash. You guys 60. 60-yard dash. That's what I ran into. Who you got, CB? Open your mouth, Chris. I mean. Oh, boy. Just when you thought. Boy. 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 That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. The hesitation. Okay. No, no, no. I got no. you. I, had to I got you. This, it's though, all good. But think I got training this. session. Hold on a second. I got training session. Heckma played college football. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Kyle, what's your resume, buddy? I, I don't know. He ran to the star and back. Yeah, time. Ran that was star. cool. Kyle ran every day at training camp. I mean, I played baseball, but okay. that's the thing is the poles. I played, I played <laughs> baseball up until 2015, and Heckman played in like 1983. Oh, so, I, I don't think age. Damn. I mean, I don't think age has anything to do with ever running. Mm. Um, I feel like that. I, we'll love, see. I love that mindset for you, Chris. 
I don't know if I agree. But okay, we'll so, have some so fun with thing, it. Do you think Michael Irvin can beat you in a in a, in Okay, a Michael Irvin's a Hall of Fame he's, athlete. Of yeah, course he's 55 he years old, though. Sprint. He said he's age doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it makes a difference if you're not an elite athlete. So you hear this? The, the, the hole is just. Did just, you see the shoulder shrug? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. It. Let's I, take a freaking poll. I asked about the safeties, and I want to hear more about Jaron Curse and the day that Demonte KZ had, because both of which made an impact on the win over the Chargers this past Sunday. But when you you look ahead, I mean, we've already talked about creeping safeties up, Heckma, and I want to get your opinion on this. What do you see the rotation looking like? Because Donovan Wilson, at least at the moment. Looks like he should be healthy. There's still a question mark around him, and he's questionable heading into the week, returning from a groin injury. But do you think he is going to be challenged in terms of the rotation there, or are you going to see a lot more curse in KZ? He, he's already been challenged. Yes, <laughs> uh, the, t- the tape is out. And, and I think Jerron Curse and Jer- uh, Jerry said it yesterday on the fan. He's like, the way that Dan Quinn is re-revolutionizing the strong safety position with that guy with his size and strength and what he can do even in the passing game, I think it makes him very um, valuable to this to this franchise, just being able to pressure the line of scrimmage and also do what he does in, in the passing game as, against tight ends. And you know what Philly's going to bring. They have a tight end. Uh, well, I think one of them's hurt. Yeah, but, Ertz is on the COVID yeah. list. But uh, against, I'm moment. just saying like a, a guy, Dallas Goddard, uh, he would be, I would trust Curse, but I also trust Wilson. I mean, Wilson has done some really good thing. I think it's just back to the culture point, the competition point and I love it and I think Kerr should get a lot of the lion's share of those snaps why has Donovan Wilson gotten so much flack through two weeks of the year I felt like toward has the end of the year flack yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he has you don't think so no he's injured no I mean he's yeah he hasn't it's been kind of on and off since OTAs he's had kind of been dealing with stuff like I, I forget what he had he had a little knee thing right before training camp and then end mm-hmm. of camp he's had the groin deal so I, I don't I don't think he's played poorly. Not, I mean, not necessarily in terms of his play, but just in terms of him having a starting role. Because at the end of last year, we were saying, hey, Sharpie him in as the starting safety going into 2021. And then changed. all of a sudden, you're right, something changed. And if it's the culture, it's the culture. But also, I mean, he did have kind of a poor offseason. So is that really the, the way that it went into it? I think... I think what Heck's saying about the ability to cover that versatility is a different element that Curse brings. And I asked Dan Quinn about it the other day, and he talked about how they've got this big nickel formation with three safeties. Yep. And it, it's they're using Curse down in the box. They're using him over tight ends. They'll play him deep. They'll play him everywhere. And that's that's a different kind of dimension that he's bringing to this group right now. And I, you know, Dono's more. I'd say more box safety. He is, you know, and and so that's it's just two different types of players. I think that's part of it. But I I think they've got four safeties they feel good about. I mean, KZ's going to get his snaps. Curse is obviously going to get his snaps. Yeah. And now Malik Hooker's coming on too. I mean, I think all four of them are going to play. To be honest with you, has there ever been a six four, two hundred and twenty pound safety that Dan Quinn has coached in the past that was highly successful? Hmm. hmm. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I think you could Cam, think of one. Hmm, Seattle Cam Chancellor? That Cam guy? Yeah, that, yeah, that guy? Yeah. Anyways, case, um, so yeah. this is not new to Dan Quinn. This is not new to him. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's done it before. This is He has the personnel now to be flexible, as we keep mentioning, every single week. Whatever you have, 
we can match it up. And I'm going to scheme it up based upon my guys' attributes and their skill sets and what they do best. We're going to put our team Oof. in the best scenario to go out here and win games. We'll see what he has this week. Well, that's a serious comp. I mean, Cam Chancellor. I mean, this you're talking. I mean, I, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did not make the direct comparison. No, no. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just, <laughs> That's jumping out the cage. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's, by let's, definition. No, I'm saying size wise, Cam's bigger, right? Just yeah. weight wise, he's probably about 10, 15 pounds heavier. But he, he's he's had this before. He's had a big safety before, and he knows what to do with him. So he has he has the vision because he's done it already. He's not just. This isn't an experiment for Dan Quinn. Hmm. Dan Quinn has already had success with somebody of this of this of this nature. Yeah. So he knows exactly what to do with it. He's got another really tall safety back there as well, in Israel Mukwamu, who yeah. was active, didn't see the field. He's not ready yet. He exactly, but that's. I mean, you talk about four guys they feel really good about, yep. like what Rob said a minute ago, and then you add Mukwamu into that factor. This is as deep as the Cowboys have been at safety. Very long time. In a very long That's time. That's a bad word. Deep at safety. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't say anything. The interesting thing about Curse is that he's he's been mostly like a special teams guy throughout his career, mm-hmm. but he started 12 games in a couple different spots. And, and I mean, th- like you said, Dan was talking about that yesterday. Like, we will – get a safety in here for a specific trait. Mm-hmm. It may not be everything, but just a specific trait, whether he's long, whether he's able to cover tight ends. And that's that's the thing about Dan that I think I, I, I just sense it more than I did with the previous DC in here is that there is a clear vision for I know exactly what I want. I'm going to bring this guy in here, and he's going to have this specific role, and we're going to get it done. Like Just when he talks to you, you just have a, a better understanding of what they're going to do, and I think the players probably do too this year. So who is the toughest matchup for the safeties this weekend? Is it Jalen Hurts or is it somebody that's going to take the top off of a defense at a, a wide receiver spot? Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think coverage alone will prevent these receivers from getting off. Again, coverage will prevent the initial route from getting off, right? Double high safety will prevent these guys from getting over the top of our of our cornerbacks. But if you let Hurts out, if you allow him to go out, then guess what? These plays get extended, and then receivers start running around to wherever's open, regardless of what was drawn up on the play. The scramble drill. scramble drill. And <laughs> scramble drill works a high percentage of the time mm. because you can't predict it. And, you don't see it on film. You don't say, oh, okay, when they line up in this formation, he's running this. And as soon as he scrambles, this receiver's going to go run right here. No, that's not – it's not a – you don't get to negate that. It's like if you want to react to Jalen Hurts, because you have to react to mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Otherwise, he will literally yog his way to a first down and move the chains. Okay? And if you don't – if you react to him, once you do react, then that opens up things for big plays. Whether it's a 15, 20-yard pass across the field because somebody's coming from the backside, or whether it's a receiver who had a 10 or 12-yard route who had turned around initially – and as soon as they see him coming, they spin out and they go deep. That presents problems, and that's what I want to cut back because I don't think that Jalen Hurts sitting back in the pocket beats Dallas. I mean, his his improvisational skills are on a thousand. He mm-hmm. he gets in it gets into trouble. He escapes. He's able to look up the field and do some great things. You just said it. Like he, they want to get the big chunk plays, yep. and they typically get those big chunk plays when things break down. Yep. But when things break down, that's not actually a design play. That's no. 
you improving, uh, getting things mm-hmm. where it, it, how it comes to you. That throws off the timing of their offense. And I think the defense, the Dallas Cowboys defense, has an opportunity right now to bottle up Jalen Hurts. Once you do that and stop him for the like against the 49ers, 10 carries for 82 yards. You can't allow him to get into that kind of a rhythm. So keeping him bottled up, not allowing him to do to improvise and, and get those chunk plays is what the what the Cowboys have to do to win this matchup. You got to deal with their speed anyway, yeah, even run. before it breaks down. I mean, watching them, watching their games, it's like, am I watching like on a podcast? Am I watching this on like 1.5 yeah. speed as opposed to just 1.0? <laughs> like I, they are fast. That is a fast off. I mean, hurts for sure. But you mentioned uh, we, I, before the show, Quez Watkins, uh, the rookie Smith, Devontae Rager. Smith, I mean, yeah. they they have acquired so much speed on this offense, and so that's even when things don't break down, that's gonna that's gonna present challenges for the secondary. And they they hit some shots yeah. in this game. Now that's kind of all they were able to do, but they had some some near misses in that in that game against A few. San Francisco. Yep. I mean. I think it was Rager. They had one foot out of bounds. Yep, touchdown. He had he ran out of bounds. It was called a legal touching, and they brought it back. They had a block field goal. They get all the way down to the three yard line after a big catch by I think Quez. Ninety one yards. Yeah, they tried to run the Philly special, and that didn't, that didn't, <laughs> it didn't work. Didn't really but, work, did it? But uh, they had they could have won that game, mm-hmm. and I know they did. The offense struggled, but they looked really good in Week One, though. So we'll see. Well, when you talk about the safeties and what this matchup is going to mean, I mean, Kazee, I believe, is going to be very important to you uh, in the middle of the field, just kind of surveying all of that and stopping the big plays from happening down the field. But, man, guys like Anthony Brown have got to, he's got to bring those fruit of the looms to this game. He's got, you know to, what? he's got to bring it. I like that. When we come back, I want to talk about Anthony Brown and what we saw from him and improvement-wise maybe week one to week two and then also look ahead to that matchup with those wide receivers that Rob was just talking about when we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. 
It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, this is going to be even better than yesterday. Whether we're watching from home or we're cheering in the stands, with SLR lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local SLR experts and see what SLR can do for you. See more, do more SLR on Talking Cowboys. I say a stand back, standing strong. Always. Essilor <laughs> representer. Oh, the you, ambassador. You got to wear those for the rest of the segment now. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk like that. You cannot talk like that for the rest can, of the segment. Yeah. Please. <laughs> it sounded like the, 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 the you, LeBron yeah. commercial from way back in the day. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> right. That's an old Where commercial. he had all the, all the yeah. different personalities yeah. at the pool. Yeah, that's fun. All right, he's Isaiah Stanback. He's Rob Phillips. Heck, my Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Chris Beam in the back. We've got about ten mm-hmm. more minutes left. Used to be my homie. Here of this Wednesday. <laughs> still mad. Still upset. So still mad. It's okay. <laughs> we threw Chris under the bus. Um, let's talk about the corners. Trayvon Diggs with an interception on Sunday. You, you saw Jordan Lewis, uh, I, I think, had a pretty decent day from uh, his standards. And then Anthony Brown... Was he improved on Sunday? I don't really know. After going back and watching it, it was hard to tell whether or not he really had we improved all upon 22, week one. Man. I know. We Whatever talk? happened to yeah. all 22? They took it off, and there, yeah, there's, I guess pass. there's a revolt, and I think they're supposed to be putting it back. But. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. They yeah, said they it was coming back. It was coming back. Still <laughs> they lost a lot of sponsorship, a lot of uh, viewership, I think. It was membership. A lot of the reason why people paid for Game Pass, but yeah. hopefully they'll get it back. But, Rob, what did you see from Anthony Brown and what he put on the field Sunday? I wanted to hear what Heckman thought heck because but no but i i think i thought it was fine i mean he didn't he didn't leak he didn't have the same matchup let's just say that now we did talk about the size difference with mike williams and mike williams made some plays especially near the sideline there but i you know i thought it was it was fine i was more impressed with what trayvon diggs did Mm -hmm. even though he gave up some plays just because he's having to shadow a top eight receiver in the nfl no that's same thing. I was impressed with Trayvon Diggs, uh, his coverage ability. I think he, he's gotten so much better in year two. I thought Mike Brown was having his way at a certain point Williams. with Mike Williams. Did I say with Mike Anthony Brown. Brown. Mike, yeah. Mike Williams. Did there. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, that guy, the big guy. Uh, I, I thought he was having his way. I mean, we have to remember he did have a touchdown taken back due to a, pen, due to a penalty. Um, yeah, I just look. It's a tough matchup for Anthony Brown. He's he's finding his way through the season. He has 71. He had all of the snaps on defense. And so, obviously, I'm trusting Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn hasn't, you know, they hadn't gone out into the free agent market, brought in a big name like everybody would want. And uh, they hadn't brought in, and they hadn't elevated any of the rookies. So, obviously, there I just have to trust that there's nothing better uh, behind him. I, I need to see the all twenty two, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, to see and have a a real yeah, real recap on him. Um it's just it's just very difficult to to judge that position without seeing the overhead. And that shot. was pass interference too. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Are you guys surprised that Maurice Kennedy has not seen really any playing time? He's had two covered snaps in the first two weeks. Any after the, the off season that he showed, are you surprised by that at all? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, and again, the matchups for AB have not been easy, um, but we've seen kind of a safety rotation. So yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised, and I'll be interested to see 
number one, when Kelvin Joseph comes back, but number two, when he can maybe get in this mix. When is he expected to come back? Is it he's, he's out? El- he's eligible next week. I was about to say going into the Carolina game, right? Yeah, not sure what the timeline is. I don't think it could be too far away, though. I mean, it, you know, we're not talking. We, he didn't have a serious, serious injury, and that was the last week of camp. So. And, and maybe Jordan Lewis is playing just that good when you when you talk about Maurice Kennedy. Maybe twenty six is is holding up. Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis are making five million dollars a year. I don't expect anybody to get thrown in front of them unless they just freaking botch it. You're following the money. Yes, that's okay. what happens in this league. I can see that. Uh, Jordan Lewis, three tackles, two stops. He's given up a 71.5 passer rating and 11.4 yards per reception, which actually all of those numbers are pretty decent. I mean, those are no, yeah. good numbers, so he hasn't played poorly. His grades aren't great, but the stats aren't bad. No, but I mean, Kennedy's played on the outside, too. It's true. He mainly was an inside corner in, in camp, but but he you know he's a vet. He could play outside too. All right. So if you guys had one player outside of Jalen Hurts that you're going to keep your eye on for this Philadelphia offense going into Monday Night Football, which player would that be? What 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 matchup do you, do you feel like worries you the most when you look at this Eagles offense? I'll start with you, Isaiah. Good radio. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's good stuff. I wasn't prepared for Did you that get your one. red line today? No, I didn't. Okay. I tried to drink that once a week. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really not too concerned. Is that, is that bad? I'm really not too concerned. They're fast, but I think, I think coverage really comes down to that. I don't think that there's going to be too many one on one matchups. I don't foresee, I hope not, because uh-huh. we don't have the speed on the outside to go to run with these guys. And um, we. Obviously, just have to take care of that dude back there. So I mean, I, I, that's what, and that's why you're saying I, outside of Hurts, Philly doesn't concerned. scare you offensively. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, they're what I've already argued. But my point today, in terms of their ability to extend plays, that scares me. Hmm. That scares me. But their their base offense does not scare me. Nor does anybody on their on their roster. They have fast guys, but you can have fast guys all day long. If I'm running two man, you can't do a doggone thing. Uh, if just looking at the tape and just knowing our reputation from last year, Miles Sanders. Uh, yeah. If they're and because of the size of Philly's offensive line, they got a big offensive line, and they're banged they, up too, though. They've lost some guys. All of that, all things being considered equal, I just feel like for them, they're better run blockers than they are pass blockers. And so I think Miles Sanders is the kind of running back that'll lull you to sleep. You know, one drop here, one drop there. Next thing you know, he's got a big run. So I think for this defense, every week is going to be stopping the run. And Philly, if they're able to establish that, I think if they have you know a good day running, it's going to spell disaster for our defense. Yeah, I think LVE and Jalen, I think they, I think they really negate that. I don't see their O line just washing our defensive line, from what I've seen from our guys this year. Um, and I think that our second level guys have had a kick in the butt. And they they now have they've woken up. Look at that. <laughs> they, they've woken up, right? So where they feel like, okay, if I don't play my best, then I won't play. I think they saw that week one. Um, obviously, aside from just the matchups, uh, so I think that those guys have they're they're awake and they're ready to make some plays. So I don't. I am not threatened by this running attack, this rushing attack. Now, there's some in, that will come down the line that we'll have to take on. But in terms of this particular team, I'm really not concerned. Now, he is a versatile back. Now, if he gets to, going, it's all yeah, yeah, you have to account for yeah. him you know, in screens and things of that nature. But in terms of them just lining up running the ball, not concerned. In terms of them just lining up and throwing the ball down the field, not concerned. In terms of them lining up and getting out the pocket and making some stuff happen, better watch out. little concern. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I was I'm with you guys with heck on on the run game because the Chargers we didn't talk that much about it, but they got five yards a pop last week and kind of attacked those edges a little bit. And you mentioned Miles Sanders, their rookie uh, Gainwell can yeah, do mm-hmm. some of that stuff, and he can do stuff in space. Um, if I had to name one guy, I'd just say Quez Watkins just because of his speed. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw the play he made down the sideline last week, and they're just you know they're gonna have to count for that speed as well as the RPO stuff and they try you know not a lot of teams do this but they do a lot of motion with their receivers and try to get you with their eyes and that's that's dangerous you know you got to watch that yeah you get that eye wash in front of you you lose a little bit of look a I, little I, bit of I'm, so, I'm sorry context I, I wanted to go back to what you said about LVE mm-hmm. man when he's healthy, mm-hmm. well, he looks. He is a Stout. stud. Stout. And the way that he attacked the run, the line of scrimmage uh, versus the Chargers, that just screamed of old LVE. The mm-hmm. you know two tackles for a loss uh, type style LVE. And I think once you have him going, that just screams to also the defensive line and the job that they're doing, holding yep. blocks up and allowing yep. these linebackers to scrape. And that's why Isaiah will say, "I'm not worried about the running game because of Jalen and LVE." But I just think it's just a much much improved defensive line. He's playing like he. He's playing for 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 a new contract. Oh, believe that. <laughs> Drew three holding penalties too, which means he's he's he's, he's, after he's getting after it. Yep. And hey, and you know what? If you're gonna rip Jalen Smith every week, give him credit too, because oh, yes, yeah. I mean they, he they was well. he was around the ball. He was moving sideline to sideline to go chase and pursue and make plays. They both played really well. That might have been the best I've seen Jalen Smith move since. 2018, you can 2019. see the difference in their approach. Like their energy is different, and that's a testament, obviously, to the culture. But they're they're also threatened now. Yeah, <laughs> the position it's is a wake up call. It's a wake up call. I think it's a combination between the new culture, right, new energy on on that whole side of the ball, right, their expectation of what their play should be, and the fact that guess what, dude, I got to play. If I, I have to earn my 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 opportunities, and I'm not, I can't take them for granted anymore. I'm not the guy anymore. I'm not the one that they're talking about every week anymore. I'm an afterthought now. I don't like that. Hmm. That's the facts. That's that's the reality. Yeah. Right? So I have to make plays. And I think you saw a totally different energy between LVE and Jalen Smith coming off, coming off a game where they only played 14, 15 snaps. They're going to look in front of them this week and see a lot of new numbers in the backs of numbers. If Carlos Watkins and Dorrance Armstrong aren't able to go, mm. and then it's going to be a – it'll be a patchwork job on the defensive line. So Oso Dikizua is going to have a, a ton of – Play, playing time in the middle. So we'll see what the challenges look like for the linebackers lying ahead as well. But you're right. They did play better, and it looked like they were playing up to an X level. But that's going to do it for us here on this edition of Talking Cowboys. We previewed the entire matchup between the Eagles offense and the Cowboys defense. Tomorrow we flip the script. Cowboys offense taking on a Eagles defense that looked pretty darn good against Seattle and uh, in week one. Or, sorry, not Seattle. I'm sorry. San Francisco. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm sorry, guys. Should have right. took the Titans. Yeah, should have taken the Titans. I forgot about Seattle already. All right, that's going to do it. Chris Beam, <laughs> Coming Rob in Phillips, high. Isaiah Stanback. He's, he's out, out of here, man. He's out of here. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Heck, my Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeoman. See you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. Maybe. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!